You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Tell me you love me. I need a good laugh. I'm holy water. You need a good bath. Whiskey and perfume. You had a nightcap. Now how about that? I've got a new friend. A perfect stranger. He's got a bullet with your name in the chamber. I'm body organ. Rearranger. You feel my danger. Show with Jay Dubs and Rocky. We're broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Rock in Royal Oak, Michigan. Be sure to find us at podcastdetroit.com. It's Nooner time. Somebody bring me a mirror. Hey, happy Hump Day! Woohoo! Woohoo! Woo-hoo. <laughs> um, I barely made it, <laughs> but, <you laughs> but I'm here. I'm here. Had a wild night last I night. I know. <laughs> we all did. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. T Money's birthday. T Money's birthday party, and it I wasn't... finally got to see the band. You did. I Ooh, know. I'm a roadie. <laughs> <laughs> She's a groupie. <laughs> a groupie. Yeah. I'm not a roadie. Oh, I, you I'm a roadie groupie. You no, you no, won't. you roadies have to take stuff. Yeah. And oh, stuff. oh, I would do that too. Yeah, yeah. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I would. And your high like, heels. Look, yeah, like, I know. And look, I take the mic. From yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. um, oh, gosh, it was so much fun last it night. That was a great first session back. Yeah. Um, and I think we have, uh, we're getting distracted here. But anyway, so what's going on? Oh, well. Rocky's here. Hi, well, Rocky. Rocky's Hi, guys. Here. Yep, Rocky's here. Hey, she Rocky. miss me. Rocky. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Rocky. Yeah, you were up past your bedtime last I was. Week, yeah. And you still showed up today. Look at I you. I know. <laughs> You're here because we have Ali on well, the show. Yeah. Otherwise, you would, uh, <laughs> you would uh, still be at Well, so um, I don't know if anybody watched the Emmys. No. no. A little. I like watching <laughs> those go. shows. But um, there the was Emmys a, is a, that's, for it's the, not for music. TV it's shows. Uh, oh, TV, TV shows. shows and, um, and film, Netflix. Right? Oh, okay. is it Is it movies or is it it's, just? It's more TV. It's oh, Netflix okay. and like, you know, um, HBO and okay. stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. Um, when was that on? It was on Monday. Oh. And they had this epic proposal. The yeah. producer that produced the Oscars won, won an Emmy. So he goes up on stage and he says, um. Uh, you know, thank you to everybody, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then he goes to his girlfriend who's in the audience and he says, um, I, I like calling you my girlfriend, but I, I'd rather call you my wife. And oh, everybody's wow. like, oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So he actually she came up on stage and he proposed Aww, to her. Really? It was, it was really sweet. It, I mean, I had a tear. People were crying. Yeah. Oh, I would have been bawling. I was. Like, I was. I'm a sucker really, for really, that really stuff. sweet. So my question to everybody is. How would you feel? Would you? Well, I guess you can't say it if you're if you're not married yet. But Rocky, <laughs> would you 
want to have a public proposal like that. Yes. No. Yeah, no. that's what I, I was would. like. I was like, how you many would, people? Allie would, would, you would. Allie would like it. Okay, Just well. Go. Yeah, no. Yeah. Wait, you would or you wouldn't? No, I would not. No, no. Would. I don't yeah, want any. I wouldn't mind. What if I want... You would, Ellie? Yeah, I wouldn't mind. If really? it's, like, extravagant. Yeah, I think we'd all take the extravagant yeah. part. I mean, yeah. I feel like... It's kind of cool if it's on TV, what then if you get say to no? see it. Yeah, but what if you're not sure? Yeah. You're going, oh, that's so much pressure. Oh, she was good. She was good and sure. And they weren't spring chickens, so... What about you? Would you? Want the whole fairy tale? Yeah. Yeah, thousands of people yep. watching. Yeah. Yeah, really, yep. I would do it. Oh yeah, no yeah. way. I'd be like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, no. I think if, if I was younger, I probably would say, I probably would say no. I go either oh. way, I guess. Yeah, oh, not me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so well, that's cool. I always so, like watching those shows just to see what people are wearing. Well, that's, mm-hmm. that's the and only that was thing the next I really thing care I was about. Say, yeah. you know, because yeah. the next day they always have you know the people on talking about the dresses yeah. and stuff. Oh my god. Um, What's her name? Ah, uh, she Maya Rudolph. She was used to be on um, Saturday Night Live or one of those talk shows. Okay, I mean not talk shows, comedy mm-hmm. kid shows. My, I don't know who dressed her. She looked like somebody's <laughs> grand. I mean, she looked horrible. <laughs> oh Savage. my goodness! Wow. And then, and then and Nor- normally, Nora's list. Yeah, right. And normally, I, I'm like, you know, you kind of give everybody the benefit. You know, you try not to say anything back, yeah. but it's like whoever her stylist was, I want to punch him. <laughs> <laughs> was she, that bad? Oh Savage. my god, she looked like something from. Well, um, listen, she does that to me all the time. Yeah, so no, I yeah. Don't. yes, she do. I just, you know what? When we you go know what to I'm the store. For? She'll pull up, pull up something, and I'm like, no, no, thank no, no, God. No, no. Okay, because I do that too, but she doesn't take. She's like, you don't know, and I'm like, <laughs> no. okay, you're right. <laughs> no, listen, no, it's not just about. I, I'm waiting for random uh, compliment day that's coming up pretty soon because I want to see if you can what? handle that day no so this is why we I have said a random compliment listen, day yeah there's a national really uh, she national always knows day. all of this national i know whatever. listen uh yeah. yeah but i have a calendar with your name on that because i want to see how you handle that a day. Random compliment? so i said to nora the other day i said so i've been working out can you tell oh and she goes the sister you said no <laughs> and i said really i said because like a lot of people are telling me that <laughs> they can tell that I'm working out. She goes, they're lying. I'm like, oh, my God. seriously? <laughs> I love it. I, I love don't the remember honesty. that. Oh, I, I don't remember. Well, she's been telling everybody, but I, so. but I am honest, and she knows that. Yeah. So. Oh no. You, but yeah, I don't remember that. saying that. You know. So it, I still don't look like I've been working out. Huh? Well, they're still all lying. Well, your everybody, je- your jeans are falling off. So. Yeah. I think you look great. Thank you. Oh, oh, she, I never said she didn't look great. She always looks great. <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah, get anyway. off me. <laughs> get off me. <laughs> you, you got in the throwing shade mode, so I thought I had to okay. just remind you. All right. All right. All right. Anyway, all what right. else is going on? What's new with you? Rocky stuff. Stuff. <laughs> stuff. Jada. We don't. Okay, I have to I share a little. Little heartwarming story. Okay. Oh. So, okay. I need that. Yeah. Well, this is about me. So, <laughs> okay. Okay. But I, okay, it, I need it to know made that. me so happy. So, <laughs> I, I go to Starbucks. You know, I'm a coffee yes, junkie. Yes, okay. You know so, this. I, um, I went, go to Starbucks and it was, um, I was on my way to work. I, I just stopped on my way in and, um, I get up to the, I order, I get a, I get a banana bread and a coffee. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. I get to the window and the lady's like, no, the lady in front of you paid for you. And oh, I was wow. just That's like, so That's just cool. Like, See, I haven't had little... that happen to me yet. 
Well, I, well, I you know keep dishing out bad stuff. <laughs> no, but so the, so the she said in in the the server wow. was like or the barista she was like she told you just to have a good good weekend you know and wow I, was like, I don't know who this person was yeah. just randomly yeah, just totally no. random yeah. you yeah. know you hear about that yeah. but. Well, you know, we always get that at the pizzeria. We We always have people that'll pay for the person, you Mm -hmm. know, behind them in line Mm -hmm. or... Yeah, I've had that happen to me. Just random stuff. Not like in a drive-thru, but um, I was like, when I was in college, I uh, was like getting Panda Express and the person in front of me, I was like getting out to pay and they're like, oh, he paid for it. And I'm like, and then I wanted to go say thank you, but he like ran away. Wow. Like he was like nervous yeah, they don't and he want, ran. Yeah, they don't want <laughs> so to know. Cool. They don't want I know, it's really That's nice. just yeah. so cool. And yeah. I never really knew who he was. Yeah. So. Just a random actor. Random kind of person. But, but yeah. I mean, the whole thing yeah. around that is not to have like an accolade or anything. Yeah. Right. I just want to do something. Do yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That That's yeah, really cool. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, so. well, that's cool, yeah, Rocky. So cool. then you got to pay it forward, right? Yeah. Well, I tipped the wage or the Is that server. what you did? Yeah. So well, instead of using the money for your food and yeah. coffee, you just gave it as a tip? Yep. So you paid it forward and yeah. so on and so on. Mm-hmm. You so know what? It'll, it'll go back around. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is good in the world. Yeah. A lot of it. Great story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. We have some good stories today. I know we do. We have a great guest on today. I'm so yeah, excited about do. today. So let's get on with the show. Uh-huh. Let's dive in. But before we do that. Today's show is sponsored by Tom Stewart Plumbing and Drain, servicing the Metro Detroit Tri-County area. From leaky faucets to major plumbing repairs, Tom Stewart Plumbing can serve all your home needs. Give them a call at 586-625-7800 or you can reach them at TomStewartPlumbing.com. This segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented and gutsy individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They said goals overcame obstacles and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. Napoleon Hill once said, our only limitations are those we set up in our own minds. We've all heard the sayings, diamonds are made under pressure. Emerging singer and songwriter, Allie McManus is one of those diamonds. This young, inspiring artist has had her share of twists and turns in life, but one gift that those life curveballs have given her is a resilient mindset. Her massive, unbreakable spirit has earned her the attention of some of the music industry's most notable experts, including her manager, Susan Michelson, as well as legendary producer Jack Douglas. Allie recently dropped her new album titled Unbreakable. With this album, she uses her amazing voice to shed light on personal issues and encourages others to overcome adversity. And joining us today on The Nooner Show is this unbreakable artist, Allie McManus. Welcome to The Nooner Show. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for and her mom, Julie. Mom. <laughs> yep. Momager. Who, who's, already, who's already been given the heads up by Allie not, not to talk. talk. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Said my word. So, Hello. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you. We are so excited about this, and I have a feeling that there's going to be so much here that uh, we're going to probably yeah, have to have you come back because we're not going to get mm-hmm. to all of it, I can <laughs> okay, tell. Okay, yeah. So what happened it was 
Nora and I were reminiscing Mm -hmm. about you, and we had met you at the Detroit Music Awards um, networking, the foundation that Mm -hmm. they had. Mm -hmm. And that night we had, I can't tell you how many people came up to us and said, you need to have Allie on the show. You need to meet Allie. Really? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And and I was just watching you work in the room because you you worked the room. That's what Nora said to me. She goes, no, she she was working the room. But um, so... You know, of course, when we get uh, referrals like that, especially in an event like that, Mm -hmm. you know, we take it pretty seriously. And and we said, cool, we're always looking for talent. We'll definitely get her on. And we really started, our intention was that this was going to be about music, strictly music. And then we started doing research and really learned who you were, what you were about, Mm -hmm. and everything you've gone through. And it was like, okay... This just changed courses here. Uh-huh. Uh, we're it's going to be a lot more than just music. So mm-hmm. before we get into the album and everything else, give us a little bit of the backstory of how you got into music and when you figured out that this was a career path for you. Right. Yeah. So really, how I got into music was through what I kind of through what I've been through my life, and so it started when I was seven. Um, well, up until seven, I started getting you know pain throughout my body. It was just random. One day I just couldn't walk anymore. It was just very bizarre. And then one surgery led to another one. And I kind of just had a lot of time on my hands. And I gravitated towards the grand piano in my living room. And since I couldn't go outside and run and play like all my friends and everything, uh, that's what I did. And once I got uh, a solo in choir... um, well, that was the first time anyone has ever heard me sing, even me. Did you realize mm. you could I did sing? not realize that until after the, re- the reactions, after I did my first solo. That was when I was seven. Uh, and, like, people were coming up to me, like, crying. Wow. And they were, I was like, did I, I thought I did bad. I was like, did I do oh. that badly? Because they're <laughs> crying. Because I was young. I'm like, I don't know. And, Why are they crying? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it was the total opposite. And once I saw how you can affect people with music and, you know, I realized what I had, uh, I never looked back from that. Really? Mm-hmm. And ever since I was seven, I knew. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, now, I read... I I don't I mean there's you you've done so many interviews so yeah. I don't know if it was a um a radio interview or if mm-hmm. I read it somewhere but you've had 11 surgeries yes. up to this point and you're you're like 21 I'm 21 yes wow um, yeah and you have a 30 percent lung yes. capacity yes I do um so how that came about was when I was 13 my scoliosis in my spine the curvature of my spine got very very severe life threatening. So I had to leave sixth grade and go move into Shriners Hospital in St. Louis um, for nine months in halo traction, which is like there's a bar and Mm -hmm. screws in your skull and you're being pulled up by weights by your head for nine months Um, because my lungs and my stomach were being crushed by my spine. Wow. And, you know, when you want to get your spine fixed is usually at like 15 degrees. Mine was at 145 degrees. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was uh, crazy. So so going through that and learning um, that you had a 30% capacity, that didn't deter you from pursuing music at all? No, because even when I had, well, at that worst time, when they're like, we need to do the surgery to save your life kind of thing, my lung capacity was below 19%. 
Oh, wow. And once I got stretched, it became 30%. Mm-hmm. So I was still belting out songs at 19%. I don't know how I did that. Wow. I don't know how That's I do it now. Unbelievable. It really is well, here, Here's the thing that fascinates me about you, and this is why I was so excited to talk to you, because this whole show is about people pursuing their dream, whatever yes. it is. It's not mm-hmm. just music. It's whatever. And one of the common threads with very successful people is that They've all gone through struggles mm-hmm. and challenges. Some kind of But the difference yeah. is that they keep, keep going. going. Like they yeah. keep doing it. Where, you know, a lot of people that would have had that news or gone through all those surgeries would have stopped. Mm-hmm. They would have said, you know what, maybe I'm not supposed to sing. Maybe mm-hmm. I should be doing something oh, different. No, that made me do it even more. Really? I, uh, yeah. Yes. So you just uh, challenged your yourself. Well, yeah. I told myself uh, when I was 13 in that hospital, I was like either I'm going to be miserable and it's mm-hmm. going to be the worst time of my life, you know, because I have to do it anyways, or, um, you know, I've the rest of my life ahead of me and I'm going to, this is just nine months out of my life and I am going to make the best of it. So Wow. And you, mm-hmm. you pretty I, amazing I mindset I, it to is have amazing. at such a young age. It is. <laughs> it is. And, and that's the whole thing with you is, you know, I'm thinking about how many people we've interviewed and just like my own personal self-development. I mean, I'm on a journey that I'll be on the rest of my life and I'm more than twice your age. And I'm just now finally figuring out Mm -hmm. that it's really all the mind, like whatever you want is all. So where did that come from though? That mindset, how did it, (laughs) you know, I, I'm not completely sure. Um, I probably, I mean, mostly probably because of my parents, and how they never treated me any differently that, you know, regardless of what was going on. Um, and I, I just was always a positive go lucky person. Um, and I just always wanted to get fixed no matter what happened. I just wanted to get fixed. And I mean, maybe you could chime in on that. She's going to let you talk now. Yeah, <laughs> you better take this opportunity right, right now. Take it. <laughs> yeah. Take it or leave it. <laughs> Yeah, she's always been uh, happy-go-lucky. I remember her first halo surgery, um, giving her a bath, and I said, you know, tomorrow morning you're going to wake up, you're going to have bars and screws in your head, and you're going to have a vest. And um, she's like, yep, I know, and I'm, I just want to, I just want to be fixed. Just mm. they're going to fix me, and they're going to make me better. I was six then, so. And so Whoa. when she said to you, though, she wants to pursue uh, a career in music, you. You didn't say, you know, I don't know if it's a good idea. You might want to try something different or. Well, when she was seven, she wasn't, you know, she was just dabbling around a right. little bit. And then when she went to Shriners for that nine months, they had a piano there. Mm-hmm. And to she, me, this is where yeah. she kind of got the bug to where she wanted to yeah. really mm-hmm. pursue this would be where she, one day she was just at the piano singing and making up songs and her and some of the other patients would do some things here and there. But this one day the PR person came in and said, Allie Mac. That's what they called her. Yeah, there. they called her. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> yeah. You have a hidden talent you didn't tell me about. And uh, I do so she's like, I have the potentates wives coming in and, you know, we need uh, we need an entertainment. Oh, You're wow. the entertainment. Mm-hmm. So a yeah. hundred women came in. Yep. And uh, some of the kids made signs, Echo Alley, stuff like that. It was really super cute. And then uh, the kids or the the women were, you know, all had tissues. They were crying. They're like, you need to be on the Ellen show. And and it was just really cool. I mean, they were all flocking over to her. And then we had little um, photos, autographs and stuff like that. They had like a photographer that would, you know, take pictures. 
uh, for medical reasons, but they uh, took a photo shoot and I had like signatures. So mm. I was the oh, personal cool. entertainment for those <laughs> nine months. And that's, I mean, yeah. So that's really where it did start. How, um, how do you feel when you sing? How, do, how does it make you feel? Well, I always say that um, performing or singing a song is like my three minutes of no pain. Because mm-hmm. I do have a lot of physical pain from, um, from like, the surgeries. And uh, my hip is the worst at the moment. But, um, yeah, so that just takes me to another place, kind of like a book would. Um, so that's just really how I think mm-hmm. of it. That's what great wow. singers and songwriters do, though, is they have the ability through their the lyrics and, right. and the music to, to take people place. to yeah. other yes. places. Yeah. I think that's what you do mm-hmm. great. And I want to get to uh, the album Unbreakable. So mm-hmm. let's fast forward. You, you go through all this stuff. You just make up your mind you're going to pursue it anyway, yes. and you're doing it. And now you're all over the place. You're touring, you're writing, you're performing, you're recording, you're doing videos. Yes. Uh, now you're doing motivational speaking, too, yeah. I read. Mm-hmm. You were yeah. in Florida. Yes, that was my first um, keynote speech. What did you do there? I mean, where did yeah. you go? Was that a high school? Who no, did you talk to? It was actually businessmen and women. Really, mm-hmm. a corporate event. Yeah. So, wow. so how did you like? Did they approach you, or did you? Well, how it was, did you decide to do that? It was act. Well, I already decided I wanted to, you know, do. I was working with like a speaking coach, and we're working on my uh, speech and everything. And I also put my music in with it. So it's kind of like a keynote concert. Oh, that's um, really cool. Yeah, that <laughs> right. Really cool. So what, huh? the cool thing about it is um, I my songs go with what I'm trying to say. Okay. So Do you perform them? Yes, I do. Live to yeah, at these live, um, yeah. events? Wow. Okay, so you went to a corporate event? Yes. Was that intimidating at all? Well, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it was my first one, and I didn't know what really to expect. Um, but I knew I put like the time in as much as I could. It was kind of like a quick turnaround because I just started making my keynote and memorizing it. And then I had like two weeks to customize it wow. and re kind of memorize it because you have to customize it for who you're talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. So like say it's like an ice cream place or corporate, like a business. Right. So I was basically talking about how to be unbreakable in your life and work. And, wow. you know, that change is temporary and everything. Uh, wow. So she would better. talk a little bit about her life story. Then she would set up how, why she wrote this certain song and, and why what it, it meant to her. That. And then she would sing the song. Then oh, she'd wow. get a standing ovation. Wow. wow. Yeah. Really? And then she would do the same thing over again. Another standing ovation. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And so she sang three songs. And then so and I, I open with my unbreakable video also. Oh wow! wow. I wonder oh, how many people. Okay. You should do a follow up and see how many people mm-hmm. quit corporate America <laughs> yeah, that. and went yeah. and started pursued their own yeah. dreams. Seriously, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a, a good idea. To me, that's a great group to start uh-huh. with because uh-huh. so many people don't pursue their dream, right? And you know, wake up, they're miserable, right? And so, and that's what I promised myself I would not do. Yeah, which you're not doing. That I mean, that's right. fantastic. So let's talk about well, Susan Michelson. She's your manager. Yeah. Okay. Now, how did that happen? Well. Uh, you know the Dick Wagner, remember yes. the child? Okay, so foundation, yeah, yeah, foundation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So basically, we were just my mom called to buy tickets, VIP tickets, when they were here. Well, yeah, it was here, here in Detroit, like two Detroit. years ago, okay. I think. Um, and that we that was our first time ever hearing about it, and basically, they got talking. You know, the girl on the phone was just talkative, and 
um, somehow I came up in the call, and they're like, "Well, this would be perfect." And then all, of, all next thing I know, I'm like on the way to the hospital to do like a promo video with them. Oh wow! Yeah, and I like sing, I sang on it, and then the next thing I they asked me to talk at the event, and then was that down at the film? No, the, it was at the, uh, the Motor City. Yes, and the then Cino? this past right. year, the past year it was at Soundboard. Oh, oh Soundboard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's Motor City. So the first year she she uh, she spoke, and at then it. the second, second year, year got I got to, to perform. Really? And talk. Yeah, and that was it. Was really cool. So it just really just spare the moment kind of thing how mm-hmm. that happened, and then but there's still more of the story. So then I went to this thing called Launch. Um, oh, I've heard of that. Okay. In Chicago? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For acting and music and yeah. stuff. So, and then after you perform and, and everything, you go to follow up like callbacks with, there's like tables and everything and a room. Agents. And agents and stuff and if stuff. they want to talk to you more. So I saw, well, my mom left me. So I saw, left, left to go to the bathroom. I saw my opportunity. So. <laughs> <laughs> and rolled right on over to right Susan. And said. Then I saw her table empty at the moment. And I went up to her and I'm like, hey, Susan, would uh, you ever consider managing me? Are you wow. serious? Point blank. Yeah, Just I'm not, like I'm not shy or I'm, yeah. I'm blunt too. So I was like, why not? Where she can say is no. So and so no doesn't scare you. No, it doesn't. No, not at all. No. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. And what did she say when you said that? So what she said was, <laughs> you know, I haven't done it in a while, but uh, let me think about it. So she didn't say no or anything. She just said, let me think about it. And two months later, she was at my house, and we we're <gasps> discussing everything. Are so wait, so wait. Serious? Now, okay, yeah. so you went up to the table, and you like, mm-hmm. how about magic me? And so when you came back, yeah, mom, well, <laughs> yeah, they mom, were having I have a full-blown conversation, <laughs> and, and you just. I think okay. I, I think what happened was I finished, and then she came back, and I was like. Yeah, I just asked Susan to manage me. <laughs> Julie, what do you, you think of that? I'm sure you weren't surprised, though. Anyway. No, I'm not yeah, surprised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Allie's always been a happy-go-lucky, proud person. Mm-hmm. I just uh, actually posted on my Facebook the other day where she that uh, first halo I was talking about, uh, her waking up and seeing the bars and stuff. She's just walking. She's just so proud. I mean, mm-hmm. she's just, you can see it in this photo and her little sister's looking up at her going like, what the, you know. Like, yeah. She's like, I was at, I was going to school in my halo and my vest thing. And my sister's right here looking at me like, why in the world is she <laughs> looking like, like that? that. Yeah. Wow. That's cute, I, yeah. can't, I can't believe you You just went up to her and asked her she, that. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Why I mean, went and had lunch and then we all had lunch and then she, you know, entertained the idea and then she came and then we all talked about it and it then. Doesn't she, hurt to try. See, here's, but that's the whole thing. Do, like, do you realize that that's a superpower? I know I don't. It seriously is. Because <laughs> I think back of how many opportunities I've missed in my life because I didn't have the guts or the mm. courage or the confidence right. to pursue something mm-hmm. that could have been game changers for me. Right. And, and I didn't do that. And then I hear a story like this. And then and you're you like, just say, why it. not? It's really yeah. good. You have, to be, not? Uh-huh. you have to be willing to fail sometimes. What's your definition oh, of failure? A, yeah. What's the definition? Um, I mean... There's not, I mean, failure. I don't know, because, I mean, I don't really see something as really a failure. Because, you know, you learn from every failure. Right. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. It took me a long time to finally understand that. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, it's interesting because you're saying you have 30% lung Mm -hmm. capacity, but yet you have this mindset that's Mm -hmm. off the charts. (laughs) I'd switch you in a heartbeat. (laughs) Um, We're going to listen to one of your your songs. but um, So we have... um, Breaking Free. Yes. The name of the album is Unbreakable. We have Unbreakable and we have Wings. But I wanted to start with Breaking Breaking Free Free because Mm -hmm. of the lyrics in that song. Mm -hmm. Um, This one's my favorite off the record. That that one? This one and Wings are my favorite. I was going to say, I like Wings. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's my oldest song is Breaking Free. Is it really? My first song, actually, yes. Well, I want to hear, I want you to set set it up and paint the picture of where you were when you wrote that song and what triggered that story. Yeah. Well, so I was about, like, 13 or 14 when I wrote it. Um, And so, basically, my dad actually came to me with the idea of the song about breaking free from what you go through, like, anything that's related to anyone in their life. Right. Um, And I wrote music to it, to the idea. And actually, I had the music written for months and months and then he came to me with this idea and you know i kind of owe the song to him almost because he gave me the topic and was that something you were going through though because i yes. think there's oh, yeah, a part yeah, yeah, in, yeah. That, in the Definitely. song where it says it's really um, about my whole life like you uh, say why me yes in the song. right and i try not to say why me but there was a part in my life where of course i did yeah but you know what i like about that is do you realize how relatable that is, I mean, everybody oh, yeah. has got had their share of, oh, you know, yeah. seasons of difficulties. Mm-hmm. And everybody at some point stops, even if it's for a hot minute and says, right. why me? Exactly. Yes. And it's really kind of like how, how I went through about writing it was I kind of thought back about everything that happened prior and everything in my life. And I was like, yeah, you know, like one of the lines is. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of it. It's, oh yeah. So it's like, now I can see. It's like, that was kind of me really at the realizing moment is like, I can break through, f- free from anything regardless. And it was wow. meant to be. Yeah. Right. I, I am mm-hmm. who I am really. And isn't, it's just the way it is. Isn't there a part in there too, where it says, um, you say something about, um, I'm different. Yes. I, I look, uh. I look different. I was different. I look different. Right. I thought, what should I do? I got sad. I got mad. Right. I thought, why me? I thought I, I wanted love, everything to be different about me. I love those lyrics me too. because me too. What, when you're going through okay, difficult to times. Get, I got to pause mm-hmm. this. We got to play the song. I know. And then we'll I talk about it. Wait, wait, <laughs> I just got to say, though, it's, it's so true, though, because like when yes. you're going through something like that, when you're going through a, a tough time, thinking. you always think you're different. You yeah. always oh, do. Oh, yeah. Or you, yeah, you're the only one. Over, I love that song. Thank you. Like that song needs to be packaged separately as a gift card. Seriously, you need to talk to Susan about that. No, think about it. That would be a perfect, awesome gift to give somebody. And everybody goes through stuff. Yeah. So in a card, Mm -hmm. it's good. Uh, You got to figure it out. You got to talk to Susan. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's play the song. Yeah. I always say this song is for anyone who's ever needed to break free from something or someone. That's everybody in the whole world at some point in their life. (laughs) Right. You just now had a number one hit. You just got to package that, get it in the Hallmark stores. All right. Let's play it.
and was a time in my life when I thought I was wrong. I was different. Yeah, I looked different. I thought, what should I do? Yeah, I got sad. I got mad. I thought, why me? Lord, I wanted everything to be different about me. Thought, what if I'm special like no one else? What if I'm happy just the way that I am? Maybe I'm lucky. Look at all that I have. I'm breaking free. Compared yeah. to Stevie yes. Nicks, which mm-hmm. I could definitely, too, you know, what's funny. Mm-hmm. So John Paul, we yeah. were talking about him earlier. Yeah. Him and I were listening to your songs together. Oh, cool. Yeah, and um, and we always do this. He'll mm-hmm. say, like he said to me, he said, um, "Oh, I I hear Grace Slick from um, mm-hmm. oh I can't even remember the name of the me band, either, but, but uh, I, w- I would oh gosh, what's the name of the band? Um, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> what's okay. the person's name? Grace Slick." Oh, shoot. I can't think of her name. But anyway, so we looked her up because I said, nah, that's not what I hear. So mm-hmm. 
looked her up, and this is before we actually I really started researching you. And yeah. I said, um, I hear a little Stevie Nicks, mm-hmm. and he goes, Oh yeah, yeah. And then I said, Oh, and I hear some Alanis Morissette too. She reminds mm-hmm. me of her too. I, do you like being compared to? Yeah, I don't mind. Okay. I think it's a compliment. Like I do too. If, yeah. you know, yeah, I don't somebody like it says something. But man, your voice is just incredible. So yeah. in that song it says it's not about me now I can see what mm-hmm. what is it about, do you think? Um I kinda think I think I wrote that about um like I kinda thought you know, it's it's like kinda about how yeah, yes, I went through a lot of stuff, but there's so many other people that are worse off. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I think about everything. I'm like, well, I have my arms, I have my legs. Maybe they don't work perfectly, but I can, and I have my brain. Some people mm-hmm. don't. Right. I'm lucky. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That is incredible. Do you, um, is it hard to put yourself out there like that? Because your your whole album is pretty um, transparent. I mean, you're you're real. You're mm-hmm. you're writing about. Right. What you've gone through and what you is that hard to put yourself out like that? No, you're okay with that. Yeah. And what about when you get up and perform a song like that? Does it take you back to that place when you yeah, wrote it? There have been times, yes. So is that hard to get through that sometimes? Yeah. There, well, one time, yeah, it, I like almost started crying. You did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. What What happened? What song were you singing? Breaking Free? Actually, mm-hmm. you were. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just like kind of overwhelming sense i think really because of how far i've actually come so where do you see yourself like in five years you're you're now doing motivational speaking Mm -hmm. um where do you see yourself you see yourself performing more or speaking engagements Uh, um i think um well i i don't know it's gonna be kind of equal i would think i would hope it to be equal um maybe what would you love to do i would love to my main goal is to live in L.A. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. And hopefully be signed by a label. Um, or And I just really want my music to reach as many people as possible. And if, if your music or your um, speaking engagements, if there was only one message that people could walk away with, what would it be? What would you want it to be? Right. My main thing is to make people realize that no matter what maybe physically or mentally is going on, you can do whatever you want to do with your life. And, like, there was just one time where I performed at a hospital, and I perform at Children's Hospital in Detroit. That's where I was at this point at that time. And this girl came up, this girl in a wheelchair came up to me with her mom, and her mom said to me, you know, my daughter wants to be just like you one day. Oh, wow. She wants to be a singer, and but she thinks she can't do it because she's in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And I I was like, what? Look at me. I'm yeah. like I'm like the living example of it. And I talked to the, the her daughter for a while about it. And I'm like, you know, you can't stop. You know, you kind of have to, it's hard, but you have to stop caring what other people think of you. 
Right. And uh, once you do that, it's way better. It's breaking free. But it's you know, breaking free, like, yes. And that's true in life, period. Exactly. You have to right. think yeah. about what people think. Exactly. It's, it's your life to live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. seriously. Wow. And then, uh, you know, look at me, like, look at your, your all the stuff you're doing, too. When right. I started looking at all the interviews you've done, um, the writing, the touring, mm-hmm. um, you've been to L.A., you've been to mm-hmm. Nashville, you've been all over the place. Yes. Like, you... Your next album's got to be unstoppable. <laughs> Let's oh write my that. god, that's hilarious! <laughs> right. I'm serious. I gotta that's write that down. <laughs> yeah, don't forget about the Nooner show. Yeah. Was yeah. our idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> Let's play <laughs> Breaking. Or no, not Breaking. See, I could keep playing that yeah. song. Honestly, yeah. I mean, you I played could, that already. I, I know. I, well, play I played it a million times before yeah. today. But it's let's a beautiful uh, song. let's play Unbreakable. Yeah. Black 
Title track of the yes. EP. Mm-hmm. What made you choose this song as your title track? Well, uh, I I chose this because I felt like it went all with other songs in a way. Because uh, there was a time in my life where, well, I've been in a wheelchair my whole life. Well, since I was like seven on and off, and it kind of kind of goes into play with what I'm saying on the whole album. Right. Is what I, f- I feel like that's why I picked this, the that as the title. How many songs are in the album? Uh, there is six. Six? Which mm. one's your favorite? Hmm, that's what hard. Songs, what <laughs> song do you love performing? Mm, I love performing Unbreakable. Really? And Breaking Free. Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Those are the two. Yeah. I would say you chose the title Unbreakable because... Uh, your your bones can break. All but- right. Yeah. So what I say with this is, uh, your bones and heart, your heart and bones can break, but your spirit can never break. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. And Allie used to break a lot of bones, and so, but now she's she doesn't. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, but the spirit she's never, never been unbreakable. Yeah. Wow. I've never yeah. heard her say "Why me?" Except for when she wrote that song, "The Breaking Free." I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, it just came through song, but she doesn't. Wow. She never wanted it to come out to, like that. Right. to us yeah. and right. make us feel bad. Yeah. Right. Right. Like right. Right. Wow. Yeah. I was. I had an, a problem of not sharing how I really felt, and then. Uh, you don't want to do that and hold it all in because mm-hmm. that's how I uh, so she came developed a lot of anxiety and like panic attacks. So uh, I did have that problem because I didn't want to um, interfere like the happiness of other people around me and make oh, it wow. worse than really? it already was. Mm. Yeah. See, I think it's just hard to share that kind of stuff with anybody, you know, whoever right. you are when you're going through things. Right. It's very difficult. But that is really... I think what makes great songwriters, yeah. you know, connect with people is when you when you do share those things mm-hmm. because right. it's so relatable. Yeah, like uh, what I couldn't like what I was trying to say was like what I couldn't say out loud, you know, that I would keep in, it would go into the songs. And a lot of times I would try to write through different perspectives and it would be in the end I'm like that was about me. And wow. I didn't even think about that mm-hmm. right and it just came from some other place right that so, i don't even know so when you write your songs do you does you let your mom listen to it first um, or no i what i do is uh she might hear it like mm-hmm. from the other room but i don't really like showing people until it's done 
Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what what is the writing process for you? Like, mm-hmm. do you have a special yes. room you work in? Do you like a lot of authors will? Right. You know, they have like a, a certain room that they right. write in. Uh-huh. Well, I did my best writing when I was in, I lived on my own in the in my dorm room at OU, Oakland University. Um, but I don't have that anymore, so I'm trying. I'm kind of struggling with that. Where um, I need a, I for me to work the best, I need to be alone and complete quietness because mm. I get distracted very easily. And you know, if someone's You're a like rattling, person, I, yeah, I can relate to that. <laughs> I can't focus at all. So um, I do need that. Uh, so I'm trying to figure that out. But um, so what I do first is yes, I need it to be quiet. Nothing, no noise at all. And then I like shutting the door so, like, no one is there because I feel like yeah, someone could be listening or whatever. And then um, also I usually start with the music first. Okay. I write the music and then I kind of listen to the music of what it's tr- – say I don't have inspiration at that point. I just keep looping it, looping the whatever I wrote and um, trying to see what it – you know, tells Come, me. Oh, really? That's mm-hmm. really cool. Okay. How often do you write? How, like, how many songs did you write for this album and then narrowed it down to six? Oh, I had about, like, good ones. I mean, I have, like, others that aren't as great. But for that, I had about, like, 12. Okay. To, mm-hmm. And then I narrowed it down to those. I still have more of that. I wanted to put on that, but we just... I think we took 15 to L.A. and yeah, then you 15. and Jack... Uh, Narrowed, narrowed it down. It down. Wow. Yeah, and I did, yes. So after you, you narrowed – well, when you took the 15, yeah. who else heard those 15 before you oh. took them to L.A.? Did yeah, you? yeah, yeah. Oh, the, my mom, every – I would perform them. And, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I mean, they were known. Okay, so everybody heard them, and then you yes. took them to L.A., yeah. and then you guys – the process yeah. of – And then there were some new ones that I wrote. Like to bring out to LA also. Now, will you um, take some of the, yes. the fifteen and put them yes. on another right. album? Yeah, he said. Yeah, that like so the one called one. Unchained, temp, and then another one called uh, Temporary. Um, oh, I like that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> They're gonna be on the new one for sure. And when is that gonna come out? Do you know? I'm not sure. I'm in the process of writing for that, so I'm. That's really what I'm doing right now is uh, trying to get as many songs together uh, as possible. To pick from, just like we did prior. And what like kind of feedback one. are you getting on, on Unbreakable? Very good feedback. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I didn't, like, when I, that was my first.